Back to more of the fastest and most fun two hours in radio. It's the Steakhouse. Yeah, let's go. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Nine twenty four sports radio, ninety two nine. The game, the number one sports talk radio station in the southeast, the highest rated station in Atlanta sports talk history by a mile. And the hour is brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration, one day treatment, life changing results. AdvancedHair.com. They all got an opinion. You're at the gym. Uh, you're over at uh, I don't know Orange Theory, or you're walking Chastain, or you're grabbing a belt on the belt line or you're hanging out over at Avalon. Everybody's like, what are the Falcons going to do with Arthur Smith? It's time for Arthur Smith. Hey, what's going on with Arthur Smith and Terry Fonda? Everybody's got the conversation. Uh, Will Black Monday end the way it does for many NFL coaches with a coaching change in Atlanta? Day-Day, can you give me that number of U-Haul up in Flowery Branch? I'm going to go ahead and get make sure that there's got some stuff available for Monday. You you really believe. Yep. Are you saying this is what you want? Are you saying this is what you really believe will happen? I believe, or both? I, I believe it happened. Arthur uh, Blank sat down with Jeff Hollinger two weeks ago, and this is really the only conversation. Now, again, a couple of things to understand, having covered the Falcons for 27, 28 years. Arthur Blank spends 95% of every post-game head coaching press conference sitting in the front row directly in front of the head coach, makes for some very uncomfortable moments, but he believes it is his job to be there for that post-game presser in front of the media. Um, it makes for very tense times when I was there for Mike, uh, Mike Smith, I was there for Dan Quinn, when people try to come over and get a comment from Arthur, and then yep. his people have to shoo them away and say he's not speaking. Yep. I guess word from D-Led was he was not there or very angry after the Bears game or not, certainly not available, as his people said, he's not speaking. But again, if you show up at those press conferences, you're going to get a microphone in your face. To your knowledge, that the first game this year that he has not been pre- present? It sounded like that's what D-Led said. I'd love to get confirmation. I'll text him right now on that. Here he is two weeks ago sitting down with Jeff Hollinger at Georgia Public Broadcasting, asked a question about, is the vote of confidence coming? Well, when we, you know, we... We're committed to Coach Smith. Um, we're uh, going to play these last three games. We play them to win them, and uh, we'll let the season play out and go from there. Uh, obviously, this has not been the kind of year we expected, and I, you would hear that first, first from Coach Smith. You'd hear it from our fans, you hear it from our players. So we understand that. We understand the challenges. So at the end of the year, we'll you know assess where we are and go from there. Does he have to get to the playoffs? To come back? No, I don't. I mean, I, I, uh, that was never really a requirement. The requirement was that we have a, you know, a, a more competitive team this year, a winning team this year, um, and I think that you know through this part of the season, it's been mixed, uh, quite honestly, and that's what I think. Uh, it's what the coach would say, um, you know, and he's Arthur is a very, um, very honest, uh, uh, very. Um, he looks himself very critically, so he's not. You All know, right, so that's all we need to hear, which family. is essentially um, um, the the question was about the playoffs. The answer: we need to be a winning team that's showing improvement. If that is your criteria, then you don't get either box checked. You're not a winning team, and you're not better. And there's no momentum, zero. There's zero momentum around this team, and at stake, we're three years into this. This is the NFL. 
This is the NFL. You're year three. This is your team. This is your product. And it hasn't happened. Well, you know, here's you think he's trying. Arthur Smith is trying. I'm not sitting here bashing him. This dude is an NFL coach. He earned the opportunity to be a head coach in the NFL. Well, guess what? It didn't work here. We got to go to the next one. You know, I think um, for two years you could fall back on, and again, I think Thomas Dimitrov did way more things right than wrong. And, and you know, they, they're the best era of Falcons football was under Matt Ryan, Mike Smith, Thomas Dimitrov. It was the Michael Turners and Matt Ryans and Julio Jones and Roddy Whites, although he was drafted by Rich McKay, um, Tony Gonzalez, playoff games, NFC title games, Super Bowls. It was a pretty good stay, run. Stay. But my, my, my point is you could fall back on they tried to say Thomas – put these contracts, the Matt Ryan contract, the Julio Jones contract. We cleared that. We, we, right. We cleared we clear, it we cleared, this year. We cleared the books. This this year we cleared we went the Went to the books. bank and cleared the books. Right. Okay, this is our team. This is our sample. This is our the easiest schedule. It probably never Falcons a the, long time. Right. This, this is the weakest the, the division. Worst, the worst group of quarterbacks that you're ever going to play. Yes. I mean, you played Joshua Dobbs. I, you, you need to remember that Joshua Dobbs was cut by the Arizona Cardinals because of how bad he was, and you played at home in a game you had to win. The Stake guy, the guy had taken the a snap. He didn't know the. He you know, didn't it sounds, know the cadence. It sounds funny for folks in Illinois, New Jersey, Seattle. Chicago, Seattle. It wasn't funny here. No, it's not funny that a guy that basically hadn't know anything about his team or a snap or the players beat you. It wasn't funny that the Carolina Panthers couldn't beat anybody. And then, you know, your quarterback throws a pick in the end. He loses to Carolina. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't funny that you couldn't beat Arizona. Correct. You know, it, it wasn't funny that, you know, uh, you played uh, a rookie quarterback in his first start at Tennessee. Yeah. Right? Will Levis. And he torched you for four touchdowns. And what has he done since then? Exactly nothing. what you think he would do. Nothing. Which is really do next to nothing. Yeah, first year Which is exactly, by the way, why Josh Dobbs – Felt completely down to earth after one more win. Yes. And then the Vikings, you know, of course, you're not going to win with that. So it sounds to me like given what Arthur Blank is saying is the criteria. And he never said playoffs, but he did say better, and he did say winning. Okay. And we're not either one of those. So you, you, you left me with Mark Zeno one day, and I survived. But I taught <laughs> Zeno a term, AIS. You know what that is? It's ass and seats. Yeah. At the end of the day, Arthur Blank's going to look at his building, and there's no AIS. No, it's the worst. I can there's remember. no AIS, and that's the bottom line. That's what he's going to look at and say, this city, which is a football mecca, this state is a football, high school, college. People are starving for starving. the Falcons to be anything, anything, and it has gone backwards. AIS, remember that term, because at the end of the day, that's what he's going to walk in. That I building. don't want to talk too much about Zeno. I mean, I know he, you know, and I love Mark, and we're buddies, but he gets on. T- His argument is that Arthur Smith is Dude, doing a good job. Let me tell you something. The day I was on with him, yeah, I'm telling you right now, I never, since I have been on 92.9 The Game, I have never had more Twitter reaction. People going, Rusty, you you were a thousand percent right. Right. Thousand percent is the argument that Arthur Smith. What is the argument in behalf of Arthur Smith that he 
is I had to cut it out. I mentally tuned it out. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm just curious what it is. Listen, I like you know Arthur pretty much. I think he's he'll he, get a job immediately. He will be calling uh, plays maybe. for somebody, or he'll be on. Listen, he'll be on NFL staff. No, oh, of course. Okay, it will not take him long. Okay? It's just bad decision after bad decision. It's been bad with a, decision. With an uncommunicative personality, a disconnect with his team, a disconnect, it seems, with the fan base, a bad team with a bad record, total disappointment. Like you said, the bank opened up, and you couldn't do anything with it. If you watch Justin Fields, now listen, there's a ton of NFL teams that are desperate to find a quarterback. We're Time. not the only one. Yeah. And if you lose to New Orleans, you're picking in the top ten, you're going to be able to draft a first-round quarterback. There are a lot of them. But yep. Justin Fields sits out there as a hometown kid that is a great young man that, that's got a great family, and all most of us could be thinking about watching him as, boy, this would be fun in Atlanta. Dude, this, this city? And listen, we don't. The, the, the advantage is we don't have to pay him max money right now. Come play a year. See what you got. Come play with Bijan. Come play with Drake London. Come play with Kyle Pitts. We're going to hear this sound bite here from Sen Sharp and, and Ocho on their podcast. I want you to hear this first time live. If I'm Justin Fields, okay, I'm like, but, you know what, guys? I think it's best we both move on. Send me to Atlanta. Send me to so? Atlanta. Justin Fields in Atlanta going back home. Michael Big 2.0. Drake London, B. John Robinson. Kyle Pitts. What are we going to get from Atlanta if we trade them Justin Fields? They're 10th right now. What do we get for Justin Fields? Atlanta be crazy not to give up a first-round pick to get Justin Fields. No doubt. Dude. I mean, what, a first-round pick. Are you kidding me? What, what has first-round picks gotten us? First trade. All, we, if we can get Justin Fields for that. There's not a Falcons fan listening right now. They wouldn't get in there. You know, I don't know what you're driving, but your Toyota Highlander. Your, your, your Lexus RX, I don't know, that wouldn't drive to Chicago right now and say, bring back. I mean, the best you can hope for when you draft a quarterback in the first 10 is, is, is maybe he can start in the NFL. Justin Fields is already showing you. He's gone through the growing pains. How Did you see some of those plays he made with his dude, legs the other day? Grown-ass man. Can't covered, bring him down. Him since the 10th grade. 6'3", 230. How sweet would that what, red, how sweet would what, that red helmet look with him? What will it take Oof. to get him? Is it a one and a four? Right, I would sign the papers right. I'm now. asking though, what's yeah, it pro- going to take? It's just according how much because everybody else has noticed he's taking off too. Of course, now. and the Bears have got to make a decision. Yeah, they got to make a huge. decision. Are we going to have a new head coach? Are we going to have a new quarterback? Are we going to be able to talk about a new era of Falcon football? I don't know, but we'll know on Monday if we're getting close to it. When we come back. Uh, let's talk about all-time UGA history and the gentleman that's stepping aside yesterday. Where does Brock Bowers rank in the greats, the Mount Rushmore of Georgia football? Rusty's here to talk about it. We'll do that. Don't forget, 9 o'clock hour is brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration, one-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. And what do dog fans realize that Michigan did different than what Georgia did when they went up against the Crimson Tide. We'll do that. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.